welcome to Peak Mind. I'm your host, Michael Trainer, and I'm very excited to share this week's Mind Key, which is on the mindset and commitment to being enough. So I've been thinking a lot lately about this notion of striving, and I think that there is definitively a healthy form of striving. I think there's relishing in the work, and I think that uh, our purpose is to serve. That said, I, f- I find many of us, including myself, uh, often think that in finding something outside of ourselves, whether that be the perfect relationship or a certain bank balance or a certain number of followers, that somehow reaching that number will will make us enough, will make us happy, will make us something like, like it will be an arrival to that place we, where we can finally rest and, and just kind of bask in the glow of our happiness. And I think it's a fallacy that's, that's often perpetuated by our society uh, and, and plays into sort of our consumptive culture, which, which perpetuates a sense of fear and, and acquiring as a way of, of sort of assuaging that fear. If only you have this, then you'll be happy. And I think that it's totally backwards. It's actually from our beingness, from who we're being, that we source our happiness. And from that place is actually when the things we deeply desire, the things we deeply yearn for, the people, the relationships come to us. It's like we become magnetic in who we are being. And there is no there to get to. There is no place to finally arrive to to be happy. Everything is in the now, in this present moment. And all of our results, so to speak, come from our beingness. And when you come from a place of being enough, you are like a magnet for incredible people. I'll use the analogy of rapport and attraction. Not, not necessarily to the opposite sex, although it's, it's likely uh, apropos. But, you know, we often kind of look for, you know, that perfect partner or that perfect business partner or that perfect relationship in, in whatever form. And there's a, there's a striving there. And I think, I think the striving can be, it's a delicate balance, can be used to be a catalyst for, you know, for really having us up-level up our ways of being. So an example might be, you know, I recently committed, I've, I've been doing yoga on a, on a near daily, daily basis for quite some time, but recently signed up for a cardio and uh, HIIT training workout gym to take my fitness to the next level. Now, you know, it's it's often interesting because I think many of us think, well, if only I have that six pack, then I'll finally, you know, then then the perfect, you know, person will be attracted to me, or, you know, if the if then mentality. And when I signed up for the gym, it was about me. It was wasn't about I need to do this because, you know, uh, you know, only if I do this, then you know, if, only if I lose X number of pounds, then finally I'll be able to attract my queen. It was more 
you know, I, I want to practice discipline and consistency. You know, I, I have my own business. I love my business, but there is something that I relish in structure and in discipline and commitment. And so I, I committed to the gym and I've committed before, I think for the wrong reasons, but I committed to the gym and to doing things that were, were uncomfortable because I knew that in part my growth and my beingness stems and, and relishes in discomfort. Uh, all of us obviously <laughs> want to, to a degree, resist and avoid things that are uncomfortable, but we all know that certain things that are uncomfortable are good for us. And so I've never been a huge fan of running. Uh, yoga for me is, is very comfortable. I mean, of course, there's uncomfortable moments, but, but running for me kind of represented stepping into that discomfort. And I've never been a treadmill guy, and I signed up for this place, Orange Theory, and what I'm loving about it is it's totally the opposite of what I thought I would want. And at the same time, I'm loving who I'm being in my commitment to the process. Because as I look in the mirror on that treadmill and, you know, I feel like I want to quit or I'm, I'm struggling, I kind of take a deep breath and it's, it's become a new form of meditation, one that isn't in my comfort zone, but one that I'm relishing. And interestingly enough, I'm finding in that process that coincidentally, I'm attracting a whole different set of opportunities. And I think that at the risk of sounding woo-woo, I think that the universe responds to our commitment to ourselves. And I think that when we commit deep down to ourselves, not from a place of striving to be worthy for another, but actually as an embrace of our own worthiness with ourselves, I think that profound opportunities unfold. And it is, to bring this full circle, from that place of enoughness that we are our most attractive selves. You know, you know I've thought about this. You, know, you can go out in the same outfit looking the exact same, and your ways of being will attract entirely different circumstances. You know, there's times where, you know, physically I may have looked good, but I didn't feel good. And as a result, uh, that showed up in terms of the type of friendships, the type of relationships that I was attracting, people who may have been emotionally unavailable or distant or people who flaked or what have you. And then the more that you do that, kind of more, more that cycle perpetuates because you're telling yourself that story and then that, that, reaffor- that story is reaffirmed in the world. Whereas when you go out, and it's been interesting because lately I've been feeling quite good, and say I see something that scares me, now instead of avoiding it, I'm actually taking a deep breath and I'm stepping into it. And it has been... <laughs> Such a powerful practice because I'm not attached to the results. And in doing so, the results are just unfolding. And not because I'm uh, attached to them, but because I am coming from a place of being enough, of being worthy. And so this is, by the way, deep work for me. It's not like I've figured it all out. I'm, I'm sharing a reflection of a personal practice that I hope can be beneficial to, to those listening. 
but I, it's something I've really been thinking a lot about lately. And I, I've realized that I, I, do, I have had uh, deep stories at times of not being worthy, of not being enoughness. And I can go into the narrative of where that stems from. Uh, and I have actually in, in other podcasts. But what I've really come to is I do want to strive, but not from a, a place of feeling that that will complete me or that will finally make me feel enough, but more from a place of service, knowing that indeed I am enough, that happiness is my birthright, that happiness is all of our birthrights, and that from that joyful place, life is an adventure. Life is uh, a series of infinite opportunities that are unfolding always available to us in this moment. You know, I, I remember when I was a kid how I would marvel at the simplest of things. I remember one of my earliest memories playing soccer with AYSO, you know, and I, you know, I was probably, I don't know, five, six years old, something like that, and just marveling at the grass and looking at the sun. And I just have reapproached a gratitude practice and a commitment to sort of feeding myself with all the things that I'm grateful for, oftentimes the simplest of things. And it's been such a revelation because now when I, you know, this morning I went outside and it was a sunny day and I just took a moment to sort of give thanks within and to be so grateful for what I, what, what the abundance that is already in our lives. You know, having traveled to places um, besieged by extreme poverty. You know, I lived in Sri Lanka for two years and traveled pretty extensively through India. And the, the, the challenges that were so prevalent, people not even having access to clean water, um, you know, devastating, you know, circumstances. And, you know, to even have access to clean water is such a gift, and, you know, my prayer is that everyone has access to clean water, nourishing water. Very simple things, but such beautiful things that we, we often take for granted. And, you know, I'm just taking a moment to appreciate and hoping that you'll appreciate all the gifts that we have in our life. It's so easy to complain, you know. I think about taking a flight, you know, and there's this funny story I'd heard where, you know, you're on a plane and the Wi-Fi goes out and you're like, oh my God, the Wi-Fi's out, you know, I can't even, you know, this is, this is, this is terrible. And then you stop and you think, I'm on a plane. I'm flying on several thousand pounds of steel through the air to get to the other side of the country or the world in a matter of hours, you know, not a hundred years ago, people took covered wagons you know, for six months and faced perilous circumstance. And yet we're not, we're not in the wonder, in the marvel, in the, in the gratitude for this incredible opportunity that is before us. And so I'm just really wanting to encourage you uh, to really think and, and make, perhaps make a list of, of the things that you're profoundly grateful for in the now. And to really know that you are enough and you are worthy of whatever it is that you deeply yearn for in life. But it's not 
that having that will all of a sudden be an arrival into this, you know, place of, you know, oh, everything is, is fixed, everything is good. You know, the people, for example, who have the most nourishing and loving relationships that I've seen always tell me that it's the most work, you know. I, I just spent the weekend with a, a beautiful young man that I'm uh, deeply connected to, Everest, and, you know, he's one, one and a half years old. And just spending a couple hours with him reminded me of, you know, how parenting is, is the, in many ways, the ultimate sacrifice. You know, I was, I was at the whimsy of his, you know, of his mind and where he wanted to go and, and had to sacrifice my agenda and my intentions. And it was such a beautiful reminder because in that, when I felt like, oh, I want to go in this direction and he would be like, no, I'm going in this direction. I had to be like, okay, beautiful. I'm going to be present to this direction. And and he would give me a blueberry or he would pick up a rock from the ground and seeing the wonder in his eyes and the way that he explored the world was such a reminder for me and not to say that it's easy i know i'm 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 sure that that challenge uh for you parents out there is profound and daily and yet as i've often heard it's of the most fulfilling and nourishing and loving experiences ever but it's not easy And so I think, you know, many of us have this notion that once we get to a certain place, a certain relationship, a certain, you know, financial number, that we will have arrived. And I think that the notion of arrival is a fallacy. We are, we are striving and we are on a journey and as cliche as it may sound, that journey is the destination. It, it's not like once you reach the mountaintop, uh, all of a sudden everything is, is, you know, is rosy and there's no more challenges. I think that the, the opportunity is in our beingness to relish in the challenges and to relish in service. You know, whenever, whenever I get into a place of, of extraordinary challenge or... I get in my shit, so to speak. The first thing I want to do is get into a place of service. You know, buy a coffee for the person behind me. Um, call someone and tell them how much I appreciate them. You know, this morning I was taking a walk and I just sent a quick note, voice note, 20 seconds to a friend and just said, you know, I just want you to know I really appreciate you in my life. You've been a profound gift, a blessing. I so appreciate your generosity of spirit, how you show up. I'm really grateful for you. No expectation of response, just a little seed of gratitude that I planted. And those seeds, you know, wind up uh, growing into beautiful, beautiful gardens. And so, and I did an episode on this, how relationships are the, are the gardens in our life. You can check that out in, in my previous Mind Key. But just want to really encourage you guys to relish in the journey relish in the in this life and in this moments and know that you are enough that you are worthy of whatever it is your heart uh desires and that you know the tr- the true gift i think is in each moment and relishing in each moment you know i i, I remember talking to a bus driver who was like you know i was like i hope you're having a good day he's like man every day's a good day you know, because I'm above ground. And I was like, that's the truest thing I think I've heard. You know, and every day is a good day. And every day is a good day to give whatever it is that is your gift. 
And in giving that gift, you know, we are only presented with more opportunities to be grateful. But that is, you know, in savoring the journey and savoring the challenge and in being in such gratitude and appreciation for those challenges and the opportunities that come through the obstacles. So I just wanted to send a lot of love to you guys. I'm feeling uh, extraordinarily grateful for this community, for the gift that this podcast has been in my own life. You know, a year ago, I never would have you know, put out this message, I, I would have felt like uh, people are going to judge me as woo-woo or having lost the map and, you know, what what have you. And now I'm just like, you know what, if it's of service to one person listening, I don't really care what other people think or if they think it's, you know, if it's not their cup of tea. You know, we all have our music and we all have our song. And if my song resonates with certain people and others find it to be, you know, noise, cool. You know, they'll find their own song or they'll find music that resonates with them. But I know that if I sing my song and if you sing your song, that we'll create music. And those that are attracted to that music will be a gift in our life. And you guys have been a profound gift in my life. This process has been a profound gift for me. And I'm so, so grateful for your listening, for your taking the time to share your thoughts, your insights, your perspective with me. Uh, It means the world to me. And I just wanted to say thank you. And go out there and live your inspired life.